Psalm 107 Acclaim the Lord, for he is good, for his kindness is forever. Let the Lord's redeemed ones say, whom he redeemed from the hand of the foe, and gathered from the lands, from east and west, from north and south. They wandered in wilderness, wasteland, found no road to a settled town, hungry, thirsty too, their breath failed within them. And they cried to the Lord from their straits, and from their distress he saved them. And he led them on a straight road to go to a settled town. Let them acclaim to the Lord his kindness and his wonders to humankind. For he sated the thirsting throat and the hungry throat he filled with good. Dwellers in dark and death shadow, prisoners of tormenting iron, for they rebelled against God's sayings. The most high's counsel they despised, and he brought their heart low in troubles. They stumbled with none to help, and they cried to the Lord from their straits. From their distress, he rescued them. He brought them out from the dark and death's shadow, and their bonds he sundered. Let them acclaim to the Lord his kindness and his wonders to humankind. For he shattered the doors of bronze and the iron bars he hacked off. Fools, because of their sinful way, because of their misdeeds, they were afflicted. All food their throat rejected. And they came to the gates of death, and they cried to the Lord from their straits. And from their distress he rescued them. He sent forth his word and healed them and delivered them from their pit. Let them acclaim to the Lord his kindness and his wonders to humankind, offer thanksgiving sacrifices and recount his deeds in glad song. Those who go down to the sea in ships, who do tasks in the mighty waters, it is they who have seen the deeds of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. He speaks and raises storm wind, and it makes the waves loom high. They go up to the heavens, come down to the depths. Their life breath and hardship grows faint. They reel and sway like a drunkard. All their wisdom is swallowed up, and they cry to the Lord. From their straits, from their distress, he brings them out. He turns the storm into silence, and its waves are stilled. And they rejoice that these have grown quiet and he leads them to their born. Let them acclaim to the Lord his kindness and his wonders to humankind. Let them exalt him in the people's assembly, and in the session of the elders praise him. He turns rivers into wilderness and springs of water into thirsty ground, fruitful lands into salt flats because of the evil of those who dwell there. He turns wilderness to pools of water and parched land to springs of water and settles them there settles there the hungry, firmly found in settled town. And they sow fields, and they plant vineyards, which produce a fruitful yield. And he blesses them, and they multiply greatly, and their beasts he does not let dwindle. He pours contempt upon their princes, and makes them wander in trackless waste, and they dwindle and are bowed down from harsh oppression and sorrow. And he raises the needy from, the, from affliction, and increases his clans like flocks. Let the upright see and rejoice, and all wickedness shut its mouth. He who is wise will watch these and take to heart the Lord's kindnesses. I think one of the reasons I've really enjoyed um, doing this podcast is it gives me a chance to really sit down with the Psalms and study them. Um, just reading them out loud is a pretty neat experience. And then um, using this particular translation, the Robert Alter translation that I've been using for most of the Psalms I've read, uh, it helps bring out the poetry 
that is inherent in the Psalms that isn't always um, obvious in other translations. Um, Robert Alter has a real uh, ear for the poetry of the ancient um, uh, Hebrews, and there's a lot going on here that um, I don't think I've ever noticed, even though I guarantee you I've read this psalm. I used to read the Bible all the way through each year, and uh, I suspect what happens is when I hit the psalms, I'm like, ah, good, I can just relax and I don't have to pay attention. And that's the opposite of what you need to do with poetry because you really need to dig into it and see what's going on. So I think this is a better way, uh, all things considered. Um, 107 is a continuation in a sense of the previous two Psalms, which were uh, broadly um, about God bringing his people back to the, to the promised land. Uh, but this is a very generalized, uh, generic uh, psalm, and it doesn't actually go back to specific episodes like uh, slavery in Egypt or um, the troubles that happen in the desert, uh, although there are references that could very well go back to those um, those ideas. But it's a more general psalm about um, God bringing down um, princes who are wicked, uh, people in powerful positions who um, are oppressive and don't follow God's word and um, lifting up people who are poor and oppressed and uh, prisoners um, who do need or who do follow God's word. Um, this is actually something that we um, can see from uh, demographic studies. Uh, the people who are uh, poor and um you know, have lower status, at least in the United States, tend to be the ones that are uh, more religious. Um, they actually give more in proportion to their uh, to their income and their wealth. Um, you know, you can be very rich, give away a huge amount of money, um, but only um, make a small dent in your in your overall wealth. Uh, but we see the opposite with um, some of the very poorest people in our society. Um. So there's a, a definite theme of that, of uh, what, what we'd call these days social justice. There's a, um, a note that Robert Alter makes um, when it switches to um, some of the imagery about mariners, uh, you know, people who go on the sea, <laughs> sailors. And uh, that seems to come out of nowhere, but the, um, uh, and it turns out that in the, in the text that we've received, uh, this is often marked with a, um, a symbol that indicates that it's questionable, that the scribe is not sure why that is included. And um, so that's something to note. Uh, but I do actually think it fits in pretty well. The idea is the sailors go out onto the ocean. They don't have as much control as, as you would like because a storm can come up and destroy uh, their boat, and there's not much they can do about it no matter how skillful they are. Uh, you have to remember that in ancient times, traveling on the sea was extremely dangerous. You had no way of knowing when the um, when the storms would come. Um, uh, the signs that you know that we, we they didn't have satellites <laughs> um, or uh, mathematical models, um, so they had to use signs like um, you know looking at the the color of the clouds and um, some of those things. You know, observing. Uh, which they probably did very well, but um, not well enough to protect them from uh, from some of the extreme danger. 
And so the idea is um, they depend on God's hand uh, in order to be safe, to safely cross the ocean. They, they just don't, um, they can't rely on their own power. And I think there's a, a good deal of that um, that resonates with the rest of the psalm, where I think the temptation is people who are well off tend to think, oh, I've got this. I know how to manage my situation and I don't need God. And that is part of their downfall. Uh, there's also a really wonderful section near the end about how God um, changes the land. And so he's able to turn a desert into uh, um, you know, a beautiful fertile land and he takes fertile lands and turns it into deserts. Uh, we know from um, modern science that some of the things that are happening to our earth uh, are, you know, there are actually things like that happening um, all the time. It just takes, uh, it takes a long time for um, deserts to turn into um, fertile land and for fertile land to turn into desert. But it certainly happens and it has happened uh, in the course of civilizations, you know, Civilizations come and go, and, and the, uh, part of the reason is because of large-scale environmental changes. And this psalm indicates that God is in control of that. We also know from science that, uh, that some of the things that we do uh, are causing problems around the world. Um, you know, putting more carbon into the atmosphere causes the earth to heat up. Uh, which can cause problems um, for sure. I don't think those two things are actually in conflict um, because so much of us, uh, so many of us feel like we can't, we can't control um, the environmental changes that are happening around us. And it's a lot like what's going on um, with the oceans, uh, you know, the sailor ocean imagery that uh, the Psalm was using earlier. Um and I think there's a degree that we can know that God uh, is in control of these things. And I also think that we can do some things to be uh, responsible, to take responsibility for our actions now that we know uh, what's going on um, so that we can make the world a better place for everybody. And I think that's part of the social justice message of this psalm is, um, you know, God is ultimately going to bring down the wicked uh, and powerful, and he's going to raise up the uh, the weak and the lowly, uh, especially those who are um, you know, righteous in whatever way, uh, well, <laughs> literally in the way of um, following his words. And um, and so we have that to, um, to feel comfortable with. Uh, it's sort of the idea that Martin Luther King has of the the arc of history bending towards justice, um, which is a, a great image. I don't know if I quoted it correctly, but um, I definitely you can you know, you know what the image I'm talking about is. Um, and I think we have a responsibility to do that, but we don't have to be the sole responsible party. We don't have to do it all on our own. We have a God who is working toward these goals too, even if we are unfaithful and don't um, follow the, the commands that God is giving us. He's still going to um, cause justice on earth. So it's just better if we're part of the justice and not opposed to it, if we're not the ones being brought down 
um, but we're part of bringing up um, people who are in worse straits uh, than we are. Um, so I'm looking forward to the next psalm, and I will talk to you then.